Hello, guys and gals. Welcome back to Blood and Guts. Today's episode is brought to you by the rock music that my family is blaring downstairs. <laughs> Do you have anything more specific than just rock music? Um, I, I can't really hear it because I have my door closed. Um, probably like Van Halen or like... Oh, what's the other one? <laughs> like, 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 oh, Def Leppard. That's one of them. Yeah. My dad chose the music for today. They're cleaning the house. And apologies if you can hear it, but it can be like a nice little background music or like a nice little interlude in between murder talk. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> it feels like it's been a long time since we have done just a singular a, like a singular episode but i've been informed this this episode is going to be kind of short yeah. so you can get a tiny little you can get a break from big long hour-long episodes so this one's going to be a little short and then i have a mini planned for this wednesday probably it's almost done i'm almost done with the research um and a lot of people who have come over here from my tiktok yes i have a tiktok a lot of people are coming over here from there are going to be really excited about this because we're going to talk about some Disney stuff. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, who are we talking about today? Marie Laveau. Miss Marie Laveau. That's the only Miss Voodoo Queen. I love her so much. Well, I should not say that yet. You just like (laughs) Angela Bassett. That's very true. I do just like Angela Bassett. (sighs) But... I, I, (laughs) that was a very adoring sigh. Just, ah, Angela Bassett. (laughs) I just, I like voodoo. I like the voodoo culture down in New Orleans. I want to visit so bad. We talked about this in our Axeman episode. I want to visit New Orleans so bad. It's very pretty. Just because I want to be in the atmosphere and eat (laughs) the food that they cook there, which I probably won't like most of the food that they cook there, but I'm going to try it. Yep. I like it. Didn't you say last time that you ate, like, something alligator-related? Yeah. Like, you ate part of an alligator? What'd you alligator eat? Alligator sausage. I don't like regular sausage, so that's probably... How do you not... Whatever. This is... A... This is for another time. <laughs> this is gonna be its own little bloody episode of me ravaging your food taste. There's a lot of things I don't like that people yell at me for. I don't like Oreos. I don't like regular Oreos. I like golden Oreos. I just don't like oh the chocolate God. Oreos. <laughs> Oh I don't God. like I don't like pickles. I hate pickles. You like only golden Oreos? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no. God. Oh I hate God. pickles. I hate tomatoes. That's I fair. hate onions. On- <laughs> well, I like onion flavor. I just don't like eating like chunks of onion so, or like, whatever. I chopped it real fine. Yeah, I eat it. As long as you couldn't pick it out. Yeah. I just don't like, I don't like the texture of things, which is why I don't like yogurt with fruit in it. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't like yogurt with fruit in it because it's like, oh, yogurt is a smooth thing to eat. You can just kind of like swallow it and then it's like, ugh, strawberry. Oh my god. We're gonna have to Uh, have a serious talk after. Yeah, we're losing subscribers. Oh my god. No, you're losing me. (laughs) 
that. Whatever. Let's like stop talking about shooting me. me over and over again. Oreos, Let's stop talking about weird things. Onions. Jesus. You know what? Something weird that I do like is Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're incorrect. I love Brussels sprouts. No, they're good. You don't. They are good. You're wrong. If they're prepared correctly, You're then yeah, they're really good. Incorrect. You're incorrect. No, I'm never. We're correct. so past Marie Laveau right now. We're making it longer. God, all right. Listen, Brussels sprouts. You want to fight? Let's go. You want to fight? I'm going to make you a jacket that I paint that says Brussels sprouts on it. Why would I why would I ever wear that anywhere? You know you would. I would. Proudly. <laughs> Genesis made this for me. I love pet names. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I get called Brussels sprouts now. All right, whatever. Brussels sprouts. Okay. Talking about Marie Laveau. Um, they're not really sure when she was born. (laughs) (laughs) She's just a woman full of mystery. I. It's generally believed that she was born sometime in 1794. But then other people very specifically are like, no, she was born Thursday, September 10th, 1801. Um, well, there's just general issues with like birth documentation because, you know, time period alone. Yeah. How are you going to know? But I, I like that it's either sometime in this one maybe year and on the specific day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but a hundred percent, she died June fifteenth, eighteen eighty one. Okay, got it. Yeah, eighteen eighty one. Okay. <gasps> Who knows? Imagine How old would that make her? That would make her at a minimum seventy nine years old. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty good. For at back a then. maximum. That's pretty good back uh, then. I don't know. I can't do math. That's all right. <laughs> I can't do that. You're, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think about 79-ish, 80-something around. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good, you, that's how you definitely know she was doing voodoo if she lived that long back then. Yeah, for the time period, woo, she lived the life of, like, three different people. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, three generations worth of American yeah. colonizers. Yeah. They were the ones who died at, like, age 34 after having eight children with, like, a seven-year-old. Mm-hmm. I love white people culture. <laughs> um, but going into not white people culture, um, she was a Louisiana Creole practicer, voodoo, an herbalist, and a midwife who was definitely still renowned in New Orleans. Oh, for sure. God. I love. I wish that was me. Mm. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Well, <laughs> you have a lot of people after you. Yeah, including, like, the whole church. Yeah, I was going to say the whole Catholic church. Well, they church. weren't, like, after her. They, did, like, they just didn't want her to be after them. Very true. <laughs> I feel I like, but if I was her, I could become friends with, like, uh, like an alligator or something. I love alligators you can do so that much. now okay but i feel like i i feel like i would need some sort of magic or i also or don't Bobby i'm Dunbar. also not near zoom very true you know it's all about I'd, your I'd, resources I'd, I'd like to not repeat his story 
Of course, I would be that one person to wander off in the swamp looking for an alligator. Like, I'd 100% do yeah. that. If they rescue you, I just wanted to be his friend. I just wanted to be friends. <laughs> um, historical records state that Marie Laveau was born free in colonial New Orleans, which today is, like, the French Quarter area. Um, she was a bio- oh, okay. Yeah, she was the biological daughter of Charles Laveau Trudeau. <laughs> I love- Where is that name from? Justin Trudeau. Tr- oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, huh, I know that name. Where is that from? Um, it's he, me. No. <laughs> no. He was a surveyor and politician. Um, and she was also the daughter of Marguerite Henry, who is a free woman of color who is of Native American, African, and French descent. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> well, not. <laughs> Um, her mother. I just mean those are some of the most cultured and beautiful people in the world. Correct. I, Charles is, you know, present. <laughs> Charles White. is. We yeah. can leave him over there. He never came from anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> um, her mother. <sighs> was married to someone else due to an arranged marriage with a white man twice her age, but her affair produced Marie. Ugh. I mean, arranged marriage, not Marie. I love Marie. Got it. (laughs) Um, She left her daughter with her grandmother, Catherine, um, and then on August 4th, 1819, she married Jacques Paris, also known as Jacques Santiago in Spanish records, uh, who was a French immigrant who had fled as a white refugee from the Haitian Revolution as a part of a large French immigration to New Orleans in, like, around 1809. Um, okay. The marriage certificate between Marie and Jacques, um, the certificate is preserved in the St. Louis Cathedral in New Orleans. Oh, dang. Yeah, they're, fa- they're like, famous. Wait, why would a cathedral hold their marriage certificate if they didn't like Marie? She was Catholic. Oh, she was? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. They did not like her. They were just wary. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, just one woman of color, two, voodoo. Voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're probably just like, oh my god, <laughs> what am I going to do? Um, oh my god. They had two daughters, um, Felicite in 1817 and Angel in 1820. Both disappear from the records in the 1820s. Talk about off the grid. So they said going ghost. Um, (laughs) And then following... (laughs) This part is odd. Um, Following the reported death of her husband... um, You know, reported death. Do we know know where he went? No. Part of me really wants it to be like in an alligator. Um, she entered into a domestic partnership with Christophe Dominic Dumini de Lapion. <laughs> I feel so fancy, but no part of me is French, as you can tell. Um, he was a nobleman of French descent, and they lived together until his death and or disappearance in 1855. And, and, and or, <laughs> and or disappearance. Don't you just love when that comes up? 
Yeah. You know, his, you know. his untimely demise and or, you know, I shot him in the head. Yeah. You know, and or murder. You know. Um, they had seven children according to birth and baptismal records, but they were reported to have had 15 children, but they're not sure if it was like actual children or if it included grandchildren as well. I don't know where I thought you were going with that with as far as like actual children. I'm um, like, did they have like alligators like what like what did they have maybe had a snake possibly um amazing however whether it be seven or 15 only two children um to survive to adulthood were daughters so there was marie eucharist eloise laveau who was the oldest um eucharist yeah as in jesus yeah she was catholic I've just well, even so, why why would you name your child the Holy Eucharist? Well, there is the E at the end, so with a French accent. <laughs> okay, I don't. All right, that's I was how... going to say, why would you name I, your child? Well, she did. It's just the fancier version that sounds a lot better than my my white people mouth. Um, <laughs> who lived from about eighteen twenty seven to eighteen sixty two, ish, maybe. Um, and then there was Marie Philomene Lapion, who lived from 1836 to about 1897. Um, it's not known which of those two Maries went on to become, like, the second Marie. Marie the second, who was, like, the famous one. Okay. Who came after Marie Laveau. The reason why she was, like, the famous one was because she carried on after Marie Laveau. So she practiced all of the spiritualism, as well as Louisiana voodoo, root work, and conjure. Um, she was claimed to have owned at least seven slaves during her lifetime. Oh. Well, we can't all be winners. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Marie Laveau, as you know, and apparently love deeply, was a dedicated practitioner of voodoo. Yes, she was! <laughs> um, according to one New Orleans boy who attended an event at St. John's, he said that Laveau was said to have traveled the streets like she owned them. I mean, get it, she girl. Did. She did. Like, you're right. Um, her daughter, Marie Laveau II, um, displayed more theatrics with public events, um, including inviting attendees to St. John's Eve rituals. Um, Marie Laveau started a beauty parlor where she was a hairdresser for wealthier families of New Orleans. Um, oh, that makes sense. Sorry. Are you thinking of American Horror Story? Yeah, I am. I knew you were. <laughs> yeah, I am. Oh, um, American Horror Story actually took stuff from real life? Who would have who thought? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, there is little known with, like, concrete evidence with her magical career. Um, she hypothetically had a snake named Zombie after an African god. Are you kidding Probably me? pronounced That's closer. the best thing I've ever heard. Probably pronounced closer to, like, Zombie with that O, but Oh, still. I love her. I love the snake. <laughs> um, her occult practices mixed African spirits with Roman Catholic saints. Because she was a devout Catholic and attended Mass every day. Every day? Uh, yeah. Jeez. I More c- like could, Jesus. C- could not be me. <laughs> Correct. I. Ugh. Anyways. No offense to any, to any Catholics listening. Um, yeah. It's just not for me. You know? <laughs> It'd be like that. Um, do. Her divinations were possibly supported by a network of informants developed while working as a hairdresser. 
Um, she excelled at obtaining inside information on her wealthy patrons by instilling fear in their servants, who she either paid or healed in mysterious ailments. Healed in, myste- in mysterious ailments? <laughs> healed of mysterious ailments. Oh. Not it. I thought, okay, got it. <laughs> um, there, there's a rumor slash story that goes that she was offered a house on St. Anne Street in exchange for dating a rich man's innocent son, Freed, where he'd been accused of murder. Um, Dang. Okay. There's no evidence that this is, like, super true, but she did um, live on St. Anne Street. <laughs> so, okay. I But so either this is true or they were just like, oh, the only way, like, a woman of color could live on this street is if she did a little something-something for a rich white dude. Uh, you know how it was in the 1800s woo um, <laughs> uh, but the story goes that she held three hot peppers in her mouth infusing them with her intentions then put them under the judge's seat as well as a cow's tongue with a nail driven through it being placed under the prosecutor's seat rendering him speechless and unable to proceed with the case meaning that the son would be freed huh See, I love voodoo, but also the thing about voodoo is that they need so many materials and they need to do specific things to those materials. And I cannot understand how it would relate to the thing that you're trying to achieve. I mean, I just the tongue thing makes total sense. But what are you just going to go? Do you like buy that from like Kroger or do you go detongue a cow yourself? Probably in this time you would detongue a cow yourself. Are you kidding? It's the 1800s. Everybody had cows. True, true. You can buy cow tongues now. It's not that hard to find. It's a super common. Huh? It's a super common uh, Mexican ingredient. You can buy it from like any Mexican supermarket ever. Like the ones in Detroit have them. Catch me buying some cow tongues they're, to perform they're a ritual. Huge. Like, see, I know the they're I ever saw, large. Like, a whole one in person. I was not ready, but they make like tacos out of it. There's cow tongues, and then like. Brains of some kind. I don't remember what kind. I might also be cow brains. I, would, I don't know if I would want that in my taco, personally. Yeah, I don't think you'd notice. You know, that makes sense. I think Just like, I don't think people would notice if you slipped a little bit of human into correct. the tacos. I don't... I can't remember, like, what makes the taste or texture of cow tongue different. I haven't had it in a long time. I think it's generally just a little more, like, tougher to deal with, because it's, like, a tongue. You know? True. Like, yeah. But, I don't know, the brains are supposed to be super easy to do whatever. Like, you just cook it like normal meat, like ground meat of any kind. You just kind of whip it up like that and have a nice day. <laughs> but, yeah, in, in this time especially, cow's tongue, you'd probably be like, hey, farmer neighbor, may I perhaps steal the tongue of your cow that you recently killed to feed your family and they'd probably be like sure ma'am take it dude sure like what are you gonna say no like <laughs> like why yeah especially if it's maria Bosch, they probably just show up on her doorstep and she's like oh my god thank you random citizen thank you citizen <laughs> she's like, like, can you everything. heal me of bird flu i have 17 cow tongues for you honestly that's exactly what happened <laughs> It's listen. It's probably pretty close. You emerged from the womb, a historian. <laughs> um, she was also widely known in the New Orleans area as just a general female religious leader and a community activist. Um, in the 1830s, she acclaimed herself the Pope of Voodoo. 
I love that. Leading her to be respected and feared by thousands, including the entire Catholic Church. Yup. <laughs> yup, that makes sense. Which, like, historically was a very interesting dynamic because, like, there's a reason she herself was Catholic. Like, this is French Louisiana. Yeah. Everyone was Catholic. Yeah. Like, like everyone you ever met knew, heard of, like, anyone born entered mm-hmm. into that area, 100% Catholic. Which is yeah, super interesting sure. when you watch her mix, like, the African spiritualism and her Native American descent. But she was also it's like, just... oh, yeah, also the saints. Like, it's just incredible. Duty. It's so incredible, all of these different religions and all of these different spirits and spiritualism. And I really think that it's all up to interpretation. And I think that what she's doing is fantastic because I don't think that anything is set in stone. I don't think that any religion is 100% correct. There's no way that it can be. So to see someone mix all of this stuff and mix all of these amazing stories is just very pleasing. To well, me. and so effortlessly, too. Like, to this day, her house is infamous in New Orleans. And that's, what, 200 I would years later since her, visit t- her like, house. It's wild looking. Like, I would adore her house. Wild vibes from it. it <laughs> why am I picturing, like, the Baba Yaga chicken house? Okay, I when I was little, I used to want the Baba Yaga chicken house. <laughs> they have a Baba Yaga house on Scooby Doo, and I was like, I know. Oh, hello, like that was my chicken dream. legs. I other want. People, other people would be like, I want an apartment in, in like a city, or like, oh my god, I want a house with like some land, and I was like, I want the Baba Yaga chicken house. I want the chicken house, please. But regardless, like. I- I was honestly, like, when I first started learning about all of this, I was surprised that Voodoo did as, like, quote-unquote, like, well as it did in yeah. such a, a Catholic French yeah, locale. Yeah, makes sense. But, mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's just built into the culture there. Like, French, mm-hmm. Czech, Marie yep. Laveau, anybody knows her. Mm-hmm. God. Um, she also ruled over the rights in Congo Square, which was huge because that was where any like enslaved people would go to trade goods that they'd made or raised, bartered, and to visit family members who might have been like enslaved by different families, so they don't get to like visit or encounter them except for here. Um, as well as just worship through chanting and drums, and it was supposed to be like wild. Like, I want to be a part of that. Like, the police were, like, contacted or whatever system of law they were called back then. Because all of, like, the white families, like, didn't know what to do. Because it would be loud. They would be playing drums. (laughs) All the white families just didn't know what to do. Well, like, because one, it's a large gathering of people who aren't white. And two, they are in their own element. Like, yeah. it's way past, like, someone being like, oh my god, like, I don't know if I feel comfortable. It's like, if you don't feel comfortable, like, they could and would, like, kill you. Yeah. Like, that's, like, the message that all of these, like, old white people are like, <laughs> oh my god, like, they were just having a stroke. Because, like, what were they going to do? They couldn't go outside and be like, stop what you're like, doing. Like, I'm going to call you a slur. Like, the pure energy rise, like, riding off of Congo Square every single time, they wouldn't even want to touch it, which I love. Bring back Voodoo so we can get rid of Karen's. It never left. (laughs) 
make voodoo extremely common so we can get rid of the karens so that whenever someone's like goes to call you a slur it's just like drums and chanting and they're like never mind god going back to your tiktok it pisses me off all the white people who are like you know i just want to dabble in voodoo like you'll die and i won't feel bad like you like that like that girl who summoned that girl who tried to summon um i forgot his name yeah yeah, yeah. what's i told i I know you're talking about his name right now. Don't say like, it. like, what is his name? Don't say it. Anyways, um, I just need to know his name. I'll tell you after. Um, but like, dude, like, I don't feel as bad. Like, it's not for you. You don't mess with. Like, you have no claim to that whatsoever. There's a reason. Ah, there's a reason it's a closed it. practice. Yeah, for sure. Like, be. Because, like, even even if other people are like, yeah, whatever, somebody was coming to you, like, you'll die. And For sure. good. Like, you don't. The sheer mm-hmm. power that it holds to the point where people still know who Marie Laveau is today. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the most well-known people tied to Louisiana ever. Like, you really think yeah. you and, and your generations of white people mm-hmm. are fit to handle this absolute power? You're wrong. No. Like, dear God. That pisses me off, though. Every time I see it, I always want to, like, you know, deck them. I would love to, I would love to learn about it, and I would, I wish I was able to maybe just, like, I don't know, do something or some tiny ritual, but also it's like, I know that's not my place. Yeah. I mean, have you seen you? Yeah, I would, (laughs) I would mess something up. You I would be, love to learn more about it. You would it. be the reflective surface they use in one of their rituals. <laughs> <laughs> just just use the white girl. Come here. Perfect. <laughs> Essence of the sun. Come here, girl. Oh, <laughs> let's do it. Alabaster skin. Woo! Oh my god, stop bullying me. I'm not. I'm also white passing, which I hate. But you know, like I, I like to just learn about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like even witnessing something would be amazing, but also, I don't know if I want to take that home with me. I would love to just respectfully watch. <laughs> I am, I am observing respectfully. <laughs> I will. It's amazing. But mm-hmm. anyways, moving on. Um, she died on June fifteenth, eighteen eighty one, uh, and it was announced June seventeenth that she had died peacefully in her home. Uh, according to the Louisiana Writers Project, her funeral was absolutely lavish, attended by a diverse audience, which included members of the white elite. I mean, that shows how well respected she was. Uh, yeah, especially because it's like 1881. Like, yeah, they had like the Civil War happened, but nothing mm-hmm. really happened by 1881. That shows how just, like, powerful like, she was and what a hold she had over the community. I mean, especially somewhere like Louisiana. Like, the French Quarter was a hub that you, yeah. like, kind of wished you were in if you lived in the South and were not absolutely white. Yeah. But still, like, that is can still considered, like, a deep South area. And mm-hmm. so little time passed after the Civil War. The fact that white elite members not only showed up, but, like, let themselves be recorded as showing up. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that we know that white people showed up, wild. Is crazy. Like, otherwise they'd be like, um, strike that from the record, honey. Like, yeah. you never saw me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just kidding. 
Um, oral tradition states that she was seen by some people in town after her demise. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, and they also were talking about, like, how she died peacefully in her home, and then they saw someone that looks like Marie Laveau, but younger, walking through the streets and leaving the home. So they were like, oh my god, like, she did it. It's like, girl, she has daughters. She did it. But yeah, this was this was the daughter who went on to become, like, the second Marie, Marie the second. Yeah. Um, but at least two of her daughters were named Marie because it followed the, like, French Catholic tradition, which had the first names of daughters be Marie. I think the ones for, the ones for sons were, like, Joseph or something. But then yeah. they each use, like, a middle name as, like, their common name. Mm-hmm. Um, so she had two daughters named Marie, and then one of them possibly assumed her position with the name. But it's not known which one of the two, if either one was the one who did that um historically it is like predicted that it totally was one of the two daughters because they looked so similar Mm -hmm. um which is why so many people were like oh my god she did it she beat the clock like (laughs) (laughs) she turned that back around um but she used the name still and then carried on the magical practice taking over as queen before or after the first marie's death um because she possibly Um, she possibly abdicated her throne due to old age um and afterwards like the original marie laveau dedicated herself to feeding and comforting condemned prisoners who were headed to the gallows as well as other like community efforts in new orleans so Mm -hmm. i love her i also love her um going into just the legacy as you know surrounded by legend and lore everywhere Mm-hmm. Um, it was generally believed that she was buried in plot 347, which was the Glapion family crypt in the St. Louis Cemetery Number 1 in New Orleans. Um, but it's been, like, disputed in the past. Like, they don't know if she was really buried in the crypt mm-hmm. or not. But um, tourists continued to visit the crypt and draw X's on the tomb in accordance with a decades-old tradition, which is that if they wanted Marie Laveau to grant them a wish, they had to draw an X on the tomb, turn around three times, knock on the tomb, and yell out their wish. And if it was granted, they had to come back, circle their X, and then leave her an offering. Um, I would love to just see her grave. I would love to see how many of those X's are circled. Yeah. Well, let me Google her grave. Like, let me... Oh, it's a tourist attraction, apparently. Yeah. I To the point where they have to have guides now. Because Yeah, apparently... Not... I don't see many X's that are circled. Well, they had a lot of issues with this. Um, in 1982, the New Jersey-based punk group The Misfits were arrested and accused of attempting to exhume Marie Laveau from her grave what? after a local concert. <laughs> Whoa! Pause! No, I was just looking at her tomb, and then you're like, someone tried to exhume her. Well, the arrest took place in nearby Cemetery Number no. 2, um, which, you know, according to stroke writers, is not where she's actually buried. But there were a lot of conflicting accounts of, like, the arrest, so who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, December 17th, 2013, the tomb in Cemetery Number no. 1 was vandalized by an unknown person by being painted over with pink latex paint. Oh, yep, I'm looking at that right now. Um, it was removed by decision of the Archdiocese of New Orleans because the structure was made of old plaster and the latex would end up sealing in moisture that would slowly destroy it, so they didn't want the whole thing to just 
fall apart. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but some historical preservation experts still, like, criticize the decision to use, like, pressure washing to take it off rather than paint stripper. That was also a whole historical debacle in 2013. Okay. Like, they were mad because they thought that it, like, damaged the tomb in some way mm-hmm. by pressure washing it off. Um, and then as of March 1st, 2015, there's no longer public access to St. Louis Cemetery Number 1, only entry with a tour guide due to continued vandalism and or destruction of tombs. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of pictures right now, and there's some where it's like, you know, and I'm not sure which is an accurate representation in 2020. I'm seeing the pink tomb. I'm seeing, like, the white tomb that looks more, like, ke- um, like kept and stuff like that but then i'm seeing a kind of like broken down one with a bunch of x's and flowers and you know beads and stuff like that um and i'm not quite sure what is a good representation of right now i'm gonna post the one that i think has the most like yeah clearly shows that she was the most like respected individual because i'm looking at one there's like flowers there's offerings there's x's all over her tomb yeah. I'm not quite sure what it looks like now. I feel like the more dilapidated pictures might be yeah, the more most accurate. accurate because mm-hmm. like even though they like it got painted pink, obviously it's no longer pink. Uh but then they had to pressure wash it off, which like they didn't like rebuild anything as far as I know. Like it's still um the original structure as it was built for the family. So there's yeah. no way that it should look like newer per se yeah so the most rundown pictures that anyone can find would be in my opinion the most recent ones yeah but don't let this like don't i'm gonna try to post don't let it looks it looks to be honest it looks dirty and it looks rundown and all that stuff but there's also offerings and flowers and stuff like that so don't let of this picture alarm you as like people are disrespecting her there's most definitely offerings and stuff like that for her yeah well and we'll try there to also we'll try put to bananas as well like whatever I, picture you end up using we can date yeah it i'm gonna try to yeah that way even if it's not like the most recent photo it'll at least be able to be yeah i've never seen the crypt i would like to i would love to just yeah, I would love to see it. I the general energy in New Orleans was insane. Like you could tell it was somewhere that like something was different. Yeah. It's the only way I can like like I don't know. It was just insane. Mm-hmm. Um Marie to this day is still called a witch, voodoo priestess, and frequently described as a voodoo queen. Um, the New York Times, the New Orleans Daily Picayune, the Daily States, and other news sources describe her as a woman of great beauty, intellect, and charisma, who was also charitable and a skilled herbal healer mm-hmm. basically sounds about right yeah they were like done queen mm-hmm. <laughs> queen shit um and you know pop culture everywhere the american horror story mm-hmm. how many did she appear in two seasons right marie laveau yeah i think only coven right she was in apocalypse well, also, I'm not done with Apocalypse, so wait a spoil For, like, it. a second. Probably, yeah, like, a they... flashback or whatever. No, it was not. Um, I'm not quite sure if there's like any real pictures of her. I'm only seeing art. I mean, yeah, there wouldn't be. I'm, I'm not quite sure. There is a picture of a woman smoking a cigar bigger than her entire face. I'm That's probably not actual Marie Laveau. <laughs> but I'm just going to post... Um, 
art of her. There's a really cool picture of her with like a snake around her neck, and I yeah. would like to post it. I mean, she's been mentioned everywhere. There was the. Mm-hmm. Wasn't she also kind of like called back to in like the Heroes of Olympus books? I read those so long ago, didn't, I don't didn't remember. Didn't that that was like Hazel's mom? Because she was like the famous fortune teller in New Orleans, and they called her like Queen Marie. You know, I don't remember. <laughs> you know, you're not helpful. <laughs> um, but apart from that, she's mentioned everywhere. Anything that has anything to do with like witchcraft, voodoo, something out of the ordinary, mm-hmm. Marie Laveau is definitely <laughs> in it. Mm-hmm. Or at least mentioned from afar. Yeah. But, yeah. That's it. Queen. Absolute queen. I would... The the vibes that I get from New Orleans and pictures and stuff like that, I, I need to visit. I definitely need to visit. I, I just... I want to visit her house. I want to visit all of this stuff. I want to witness some voodoo, at least. I want to just see it. <laughs> just so I can like when when the BuzzFeed Unsolved episode where they were in New Orleans and they um were talking to that woman you know who was like a voodoo priestess or whatever yeah I would love to just I would love to be a part of it not so much as in me practicing it but in like stepping through to the other side or whatever regardless of if I believe in it or not I just want to feel the vibes the voodoo vibes. <laughs> okay, well, um, if you want to see the picture of Marie Laveau's tomb, um, and I don't know, there's probably not going to be very many pictures for this episode because they were, as she was a mysterious woman, she was filled with mystery. Um, I'm going to try to post as much as I can. Um, it's probably going to be like two pictures. <laughs> um, but you can follow us on Instagram at Daisy. Daisy's currently eating my foot. All right. Um, you can <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at Blood and Guts Pod. We're on Twitter at Blood underscore Guts Pod. You can email us any of your stories. If you've been to New Orleans, we'd love to hear about your experience. Um, if you um, practice voodoo or whatever, if you've had some experience, um, we'd love to hear it. Um, you can email us at bloodgutspod at gmail.com. Um, and generally don't get involved with something that is bigger than yourself that you don't understand. Yeah. PSA, if you're white, you're not practicing voodoo. You are going <laughs> to get murdered. Correct. And I will not feel bad for you. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was there was a girl. I'm not going to say his name, but which why which why aren't you allowed to say his name? Is that summoning him? I, it's just the general names have power things, and you know, as people True. who look as white as we do, I'm not gonna do the chance. Yeah, I don't, I gotta be honest, I don't really believe in that stuff. I'm not inviting anyone into my life, but I don't really believe in that stuff. I think it's amazing, and I think it's so cool that you can um, take spiritualism and stuff like that and incorporate it into your daily life. Not so much as, like, there is a there is a power but so much as like you can heal people by like um practicing like natural remedies and just generally sending good vibes and spirits to people um but there was a girl like I don't remember even when but she tried to summon she was white she tried to summon this ancient voodoo priest 
Um, and she died. Yeah. Yup. Yeah, Virginia Teen dies after summoning ancient Haitian voodoo deity. <sighs> Girl. It'd be like that. That's like literally one of like the only two things you're not supposed to do according to like every legend ever. You don't mess with voodoo yeah. stuff and you don't mess with like fairy stuff. That's the other yeah. one. No. And didn't also American Horror Story get whatever deity they put in there wrong? Yes. Like I feel they got something wrong, which I believe if they tried their best to do well, it respectfully. Yeah, the name was correct, but they combined like the duties or like responsibilities of two different Yeah. Yeah. If you, you can you can Google it. I just Google I Googled Voodoo God Summoned and it'll pop up for you. Um, but yeah, you can Google it. Just don't, don't be safe. <laughs> don't get involved in something that you are not supposed to get involved in. Yeah. Respect, respectfully learn. Be respectful. Respectfully ask questions. Yeah. But know that if it is not a part of your culture, it is not yours. Like this is one yeah. of, this is one of them where you have to be raised into it, born into it. You got to have that yeah. in your DNA to have it be something that is yours. Mm-hmm. If Again, looked, and I would if you looked like Sarah or me, don't do it. <laughs> if your body reflects the light of the sun with such vibrance that those around you go blind, do not attempt voodoo. Anything, just just if you weren't born into it, don't mess with it, man. Because whatever your belief is. Don't just don't invite that energy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> into one, your life. This one is a closed practice, cultural divide, yes. and it's so you don't die a yeah. horrible death. Yeah. I would I would really like to just like I said before, I would really like to just watch and be a part of it as in like just be present when it's happening or whatever. I would just like to respectfully observe just because I think it's so cool. And I think it's, I think it's crazy how these rituals or what these symbols mean or not crazy as in bad, but just like crazy as in like, whoa, <laughs> like, isn't all of this, <laughs> as in all of this stuff happening. And I would just, I would just like to see it. Yeah, learn, learn just about feel it. the vibes. Learning about it is wild, but I get what you mean. Yeah, like the power yeah. of just witnessing it would be mm-hmm. in childhood. Yeah, I okay. This has nothing to do with voodoo. Um, <laughs> but oh my god, when I when I was in Hawaii, I was at a like a pig roast, and and I watched these um these Hawaiian people do these rituals for this pig and perform. And it was just insane to see this entire other culture do what they, what they have created, and it's awesome. Yeah. Like, and then, yeah. <laughs> by no means do I have to like invade myself in there and be like, oh, I deserve to do this too. Like I, I just respectfully observe. I just want to see it. And then later, and then later that night, my body couldn't handle the pig that I ate, so I threw it up. That's the power. <laughs> that's the that's the power. That's the power. That was my warning. <laughs> Your body's gut response to experience in other cultures. 
<laughs> just throw it yeah, up. That's that's your white heritage. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Look at this amazing. <laughs> the pig was so good. I but it's probably because I ate so much of it because oh it was so good. Gorge yourself on the Hawaiian pig roast. God. Yeah, but they, it's crazy. They put it in like the ground and they let it cook and they bring it up and it was wild. Oh, oh wild! I love other cultures. Your body. <laughs> so wild that my body rejected it. <laughs> my body was like, not today. Your body forcibly rejected the new experience. Don't you just want to make new memories? No. What? <laughs> oh, anyway, um, general PSA. Don't practice voodoo if you're white. Yeah. yeah. Ding dong. <laughs> Ding dong. Don't practice voodoo if you're white. You can respectfully learn and respectfully observe, but don't practice things you don't understand. Even if you aren't white and you are a part of, you are eligible to become a part of the voodoo culture. Also, don't just dive headfirst into it. Yeah. Because out, to... out of all of them, this is not the one to do that with. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so so even even if your genetics have unlocked the magic of voodoo. Please be careful. If your genetics have unlocked the magic of voodoo. Yeah, are your genetics unlocked only, like, I don't know, Alabama. And my, geneti- <laughs> and my genetics unlock um, the Mexican supermarket frozen cow- containers of cow tongue. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, cow tongues. We got tongues, yeehaw, and the magic of voodoo. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>